Welcome to Entropy Rising, a 4E D&D podcast, part of the LTM Gaming Network. When last we left our adventures, they had just been at uh, LL Spring Break 94 Wet T-Shirt Contest. Woo! Gwen didn't win. She's the only female. <laughs> Kafan won by virtue of being the most wet. So our heroes had just dispatched three water befits that had wandered across the ship while it was becalmed in a fog bank. They were on the deck. Most of the crew was in the ocean. So we'll start up there. Jalarama, as the battle was ending, had managed to get everybody into the dinghy. Oh, I will assist in helping people back on the ship if there's a way to do that. There is a way to do that. The crew members start helping each other up, and so I'm guessing you're offering to, like, take their hand and help pull them up. Okay. So, Gregor comes up, and then Sid, and then Callan, and then you can help up Sage, and that's Ramus. And uh, maybe after the first person, you notice that Jalarama's looking for assistance, or not necessarily assistance, but is looking like she's waiting to get on. But the seamen all keep jumping into the ship in front of her. So by the end, she's in the dinghy by herself. So she takes a line and tosses it up. Actually, she grabs a line and looks at Aerith and says, uh, I'm going to toss this up. Can you catch it and secure it up there? He says very happily, probably not. Hold on his arm. <sighs> so she t- picks it up and tosses it and... Uh, well, let's see. Uh, go ahead and make a dex check. Woohoo! Actually, we'll, we'll call it athletics. It'll be oh. a very s- simple athletics check. I would rather it be a dex check. I'm sure you would. I rolled a natural one. <laughs> the rope falls back into the water. <laughs> oh, goodness. That's good. She calls, uh, can I get a couple of hands over here to bring the dinghy back aboard? And uh, Aerith stares down at his two hands <laughs> and holds them out again. The the guys have all gone below deck, so I'll come over to assist. Jalarama sees that Gwen has come over and not any of her sailors, so she grabs a line and throws it up again. So uh, you can both roll athletics. I got a twelve. Oh, you said athletics. Uh, Thirteen. I got a three. So, again, it goes right through uh, Aerith's hands, but Gwen grabs it real fast and sees a little pulley system and loops it through that. And then uh, Jalarama tosses a rope from the back end of the dinghy and deliberately tosses one just to Gwen and instructs Gwen to do to pull it through the pulley on the other side. And then Jalarama reaches up looking for a hand from Aerith. I will offer it. Okay. She takes your hand and uses one or two of the footholds on the side and climbs into the ship and then uh, runs downstairs. Like, literally just takes off running? Well, she moves briskly across the deck. Okay, and, that's different. You know, briskly and directly down the deck and down the stairs. I came up here to untie Lakshmi. Just FYI. Thank you very much. And Aerith looks at Gwen and says, You look injured. Perhaps you should heal yourself. Uh, I will in a moment. I'm going to come sit over here and look down and try not to be too obvious about eavesdropping. But Aerith will not be as good of a... We'll, we'll try to mimic the... Ah, don't just stick your head over the side or down in. So you guys are both staying over the grate. And so what you can see and hear is that Jalarama goes to all of her men and says somewhat dumbfoundedly, like, are any of you hurt? And they all... It's a setup. Don't answer. (laughs) And they all reply, or, or, no, they all kind of, like, grumble, but we'll say, we'll say Sid, who she's staying directly in front of, says, we're not hurt, or, you know, not terribly, but we're pissed off. We just got thrown down in the water. We're soaking wet. And she says, well, so am I, but we still have work to do. He says, well, maybe we can... We're not going anywhere right now, Captain. We can just hang out here for a little while and change into dry clothes. And she's like, there'll be time for that later. 
there's work to be done. And uh, he says, we'll get around to it when we get around to it. The boat's not going to go anywhere. Neither is the dinghy. And she pulls, we'll say that she has been carrying a trident with her the whole time. And she takes the flat of it and uh, hits him once, like, pretty roughly, like, on his arm slash shoulder. And uh, she's like, you will come up right this moment and grab one of your buddies. That dinghy will be in the boat before I get back to the wheel. And she leaves and then comes back up the stairs. And, uh goes up to man the wheel again. Now, to be clear, it's still foggy, correct? So we can't see where we're going? That is correct. Aerith walks up to Jalarama and says, I'd like to offer uh, the services of the Raven Queen. Through special rituals that I know, we can at least get the best course of action out of three possible options. Options, uh, And so I explain to her how the ritual works, as in you can ask three questions and it'll give you the best of which question is asked. So I say to her, based on your understanding, to change course, to perhaps head in a different direction, those were the things I thought of, but I offer up the question to, for you. You just have to tell me what you want me to ask, should you want it. I appreciate your offer. It's very kind. I will think on this. And uh, let you know, there's a question that I'm worried I might have to ask, but I, I'm hoping I don't need to. And she turns and she sees that Kafan has already helped unlash Lakshmi. And she says, and thanks to you for uh, helping my first. I would have come here first, but I believe that there are, there's a situation that required my attention. Kafan just nods back. Uh, he's actually trying to regather himself. So I took some healing surges. He's like kind of leaning against the mast up there. Okay. While this is going on, like pretty much from the moment that the last Mephit went kaplui, uh, Telus started climbing down the mast. And uh, once he got to the bottom... He also joined his friends below decks. I'm going to go down the ladder towards uh, Boothall. Okay. And I'll explain to him what happened with, you know, there's a, an attack, but we drove them off. And I'll ask him if there's any problems with the prisoner or anything that happened down here. In terms of over here, there's been no problems with the prisoner. To, to be honest with you, I can't see anything happening. They weren't keeping a guard. I don't know that we need to be. I feel badly that you asked me to stay down here, and I could have maybe done something to help up there. I'm glad that everyone's okay, though. But no, he hasn't, you know, there have been no more bumps against the door, no attempts to, you know, do anything with the bar. Okay. For the well, moment, part of my I concern. Okay. Part of my concern was maybe the attack was prearranged, or you know, someone's going to try to spring our prisoner from uh, being held. So we needed someone at least to ward against that. Understood. Yeah, I I I don't claim to speak for every dwarf to have ever lived, but most would not consider interacting with any sort of water creature. Stone, fire, maybe, but not water. True. But you never can know. Mm-hmm. I, I respect but, your foresight in planning that. But if you wish to uh, be of use, uh, you can assist me in uh, healing some of my wounds while we uh, guard over our prisoner. Sure. I assume you still have healing surges left, right? I do. Yeah, so. Well, I was looking at getting the bonus out of your... Do you have healing word or whatever it is? Yeah, which... Oh, okay, yeah. I said I was, we were going to use it last time, but then we didn't use it on account of the... Uh, you didn't have any surges left. Yeah, I think so. So it's a healing surge plus... 1d6 okay. additional. 
Do you want to roll it or do you want me to roll it? Uh, I will roll it. Okay. Uh, three. Okay. So we are hanging out down here. Mm-hmm. Kafan just came, came, came down. down. Here to talk. Sure. Yeah, I, I actually wanted to ask Gwen if I could have a word with her in private. Okay. Uh, uh, Boothel, do you, Boothel. Want to, do you want to go rest and Kafan will take shift with me? Certainly. Okay. That'd be fine. And uh, he heads up and goes to hang out in the room. Well, if this door is, this door is not already closed, we'll Kafan will close it. So I say to Gwen, you know, it seems that Jalarama may be dealing with a difficult crew. I was kind of wondering about that myself. That was the second reason I had Boothel stay down here, was that I don't know if the crew is hatching a plan to get rid of or help our prisoner escape. But And I, I just wanted to, you know make a suggestion that perhaps you would speak to her on behalf of our group Mm -hmm. that we can assist her in any way possible it would be advantageous to us as well Mm -hmm. but I'm also concerned about what might happen to her and this ship if we depart Mm -hmm. so I just wanted to share my opinion on that matter it seems something is wrong this is problematic this is not how a ship should operate exactly yeah, they shouldn't all be running below decks after something like this. And it seems like sometimes they, some of the crew are sneaking off. Mm-hmm. I know you won't be obvious about it, but try to keep an eye on them if they go off to other places or mm-hmm. see if we can figure out what they're up to. <laughs> Wait, did they all just jump? Or is that just me? Yeah, they all just like hopped up there. While you guys okay. were talking, they uh, moved up to the main deck. They're practicing their show tunes. Okay, so mm-hmm. I will stay down here and okay. watch if you'd like to. Sure, I'll go talk with her. I'll go up the ladder. And obviously notice that they all have left. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, I'd like to poke into this room, but that can happen whenever. Okay, let's deal with that real fast now, and we can just kind of have the bottom half of the ship explored. That's where they keep the treasure. Hopefully. There's a single treasure chest sitting in the middle of the room. <laughs> Next to a gargoyle. I'm thinking of HeroQuest. <laughs> you open that door. Uh, it's just held in place with uh, a latch. You know, nothing fancy. And uh, there's just... A bunch of the boxes that you moved down when you, or rather, that they moved down when you were helping load. Like, you, you recognize some of the boxes as, well, you recognize one of the boxes as a box that you carried, because you carried <laughs> one box. If you had been someone more helpful, you would recognize lots of the boxes. Yeah, it's it just, <laughs> they, they stored some things in here. It's a smaller room, so there's less space for things to move around or fall down. Okay. Maybe there's like okay. a net hanging along the wall to help hold things up against it. So then I'll just go up and sit like on a bucket here, so I can see right that you turned over because it had Boothel's puke in it. Right, right, and then so I can see out to the other room as well. All right, Gwen came up the ladder and was going to speak with Jalarama. Mm-hmm. Uh, when she came up the ladder, she noticed that the crew who had sort of recently come up from the stairs were not exactly milling about, but not exactly moving quickly, but definitely were advancing towards the staircase. Oh, good. Uh, I'm guessing you took the staircase uh, closest to the bottom half of the ship, and Mm -hmm. they were coming up this one. Here comes the stripper routine. Yeah. Choreographed in like a can-can line. Mm-hmm. So they're coming, and the closer they get to the stairs, the more purposeful they seem to be moving. So I will say that if you would like to say something, you can, but you're going to say it quickly because they're coming up the stairs. What is Aerith doing? Why is he all the way in the back? He's the king of the world. <laughs> the rock way. 
I can still okay. be the ki- I can still be the king of the world. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, I'm just I'm just standing up here. <laughs> I wasn't there. Not I didn't feel compelled to do anything, so I was just standing okay. up here. I didn't hear any of your guys' conversations. I don't have any. Right. Um, once again, I have uh, to my knowledge, I have no sailing experience, unless if I you know some came up from my past life. So I did not see anything uh, unusual about necessarily what they did. I'm generally oblivious to what they were doing. So I'm just up here. That's it. Alright, so I'll come up to Captain Jalarama and uh, save. Please don't take offense by this. I have I don't mean this as a slight against your ability as a captain, but it seems like something is amiss with the rest of your crew. Just know that we are here to try to assist you since it would be advantageous to both of us to complete our, our trip as scheduled. But we are not here just to be to slaughter people. Thank you for your kind word. And she kind of cuts off mid-word as she sees... Oh, there's the turn order. Mm-hmm. That's, that's only terribly <laughs> ominous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she sees that the entire crew is coming up the stairs. We have a skill challenge. Am I included? Everyone is included. <laughs> You're in it. Obviously... Already. I know, but I'm below deck. Right. Like, matter. Your skill challenge is to figure out that something's going on. Your <laughs> skill challenge is that... Your skill challenge sense is tingling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So first off, let's set up the skill challenge. The crew is obviously getting ready to mutiny. Do they have weapons? I can't see them, but I'm just... They don't have weapons. They have gratuitous nudity. <laughs> <laughs> So wait, they're coming up to mutiny, so the skill challenge is... So the skill challenge is that you guys need to determine what the best course of action is for your party, and either... Well, first you need to decide what the best course of action is for the party, and then you need to take the necessary steps to help that come into fruition. So quick question... Did I hear what Gwen said to the captain right before? As in, we would yes. help her. Yeah, I could hear I'm, that because it wasn't in hushed tones or anything like that. I, I believe so, unless Matt says otherwise. Okay. No, I think you would tell me that it was quiet. No, because I think p- part of the idea was if they overheard it too, it might be like, a, yes, we are here to assist the captain. I'm the captain. Yeah, I'm the captain now. So, how about this? How about if everyone thinks for about five seconds about what you think the group's best option in this particular case is going to be? Kill everyone, take the boat. Oh. No, no, uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's do this alphabetically. So, Kafan, what is the what do you think is in the best interest of the group? Wait, are Same we all thing talking said- to are we all talking to each other? I'm thinking that the best way to handle this is because you guys have to move quickly, so you won't necessarily have time to plan, but I'm guessing you're all going to act in the best interest of the group. And so I think everyone is going to have the same idea, but I want to see because maybe I'm wrong about making that assumption. Uh, Kefan is basically, well, number one, he doesn't know what's happening above him. But right. should but, he understand but what's he going on? But if to be involved in it, then he would just follow exactly what he said to Gwen, which is that any mutiny needs to be put down because we need the crew. Okay, so... He's on the captain's side, I guess. Aerith? I'm not beholden to anyone. Uh, as long as if if the crew was willing to get us to our destination the same as the captain was, uh, he doesn't care who's in charge. Frankly, so even though Gwen just said that and he, she's the leader, well, no. What she said was, I wish we could hear it word for word, but it was, you know, we're follow, we're with you because of trying to get there. Yeah, but we so, won't kill anyone, right? Or we're not here to just slaughter people. Yeah, right. And that's true. But in my mind, you know, what she said was the the main part of what she said was. To, the, the objective is to get there. Okay. So, in my mind, if yeah. if that doesn't happen, then 
or you know that's that's the main objective, not anything else. So. Okay, Gwen. Well, I think part of it is we will see what fate has determined, but uh, as far as I understand it, our lady has set us on this course with this captain on this ship, and we don't understand, you know, what the reasoning of the crew is for a mutiny, but I haven't seen anything that would be unreasonable to expect of a crew, so, you know, it's not like Jalarama's, you know, been beating them or doing anything unjust. Okay. So and what, if, and what if something was to be found? That might change it. Okay. But we have no no knowledge of that right no, now. No, I understand. So right now, assuming that doesn't change, here is what the skill challenge will be. You guys seem to be siding with the captain, more or less, and you would prefer to do it in a nonviolent way. Correct. Yes. Okay. This so is horrible. Mm-hmm. Here is what you guys are going to have. You need to get to four successes in uh, six attempts. And the skills that you are allowed to use are bluff, diplomacy, Mm. Mm. insight, and intimidate. (laughs) Like I said, horrible. (laughs) You can you can I'm below dicks. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> you can repeat. No, no, I totally got this. That's good. So you glad can repeat. Glad, so glad if everyone decides that bluff is what works best for them, then you can use. Everyone can use bluff both times. But I, I will say, uh, let's see, Kafan and Boothel, who both aren't there right now, will act last no matter what but they will still participate in this. So So if we if we all succeed on our first thing it could be over. It could be over very quickly. Is this the fictional D and D world up, that we're Steve. playing in? <laughs> Cause there is reality that we have to succeed by rolling dice. <laughs> right. This um, is a new encounter, correct? This is a new encounter, yes. Aha. And remember Matt, you have your plus one uh, attack damage or skill check from the blessing that we got way long time ago. I do. Hmm. I so also have I also have knack for success. Um, yeah, I can add a die six to my roll. So these, just to be clear, the crew is all undead. So we can <laughs> all use our channel divinity related to undead things to intimidate the hell out of them, right? So Matt, go ahead and roll your initiative. All right, that's gonna be a two. Man, I our, our best charisma person. I'm saving it. Saving hey, it you guys! To, to bail us out at the end. Right. It's not. Yeah, it'll be more dramatic that way. Except yeah. you're gonna go first anyway. TJ said. Right. So I wanted to move some stuff around. So Bonus let's see. round. It's like a surprise. A surprise round, right? Surprise diplomacy. <laughs> so the order will be Aerith, Gwen. Boothel, Kafan. Oh, I have to go first? That that, that feels strikingly unfair. (laughs) Seems about right. You guys both, did you use your action points or no? Yeah, I did. I did not use my action point. What does that let me do? I can just do another one? I don't want to freaking do that. Does it give him a reroll, TJ? An action point can be used as a reroll? Yes, it can. Hmm. That's not what my little cheat sheet says. That's good. I don't know. Is that a house? That's that's a house thing. Oh. That makes sense, though. Okay. I'm totally going to use Insight, because it's the only one that isn't awful. It's still not great. All right. One second. I just need to check one last thing. I just saw the stupid table for what the numbers are supposed to be. They're all... I think think they're DCs of, like, five. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Do you have the DM's screen, TJ? No. Here it is what I wanted. Okay. This is going to be of moderate difficulty. Steve was using... I'm sorry. Aerith was using Insight. Yes. Uh, What I'm going to try to do is essentially just get to the bottom of exactly what it is that the crewmen want. You know, listen to 
or you know try to get them to say what it is that they are hoping to gain. You know, what's the motivation? Like, are they just pissed? You know, yep. uh, whatever it is. So that's what I'm doing. Is there anything okay. you need more than that? No, that's great. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, da, 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 da. I rolled a natural one. <laughs> so now we just need four in a row. I feel like that's perfectly not going to happen. Oh, wait, wait no, Matt, no, Matt, Matt says retroactive. He didn't actually do that, right? What? What about mine being retroactive? Well, you just he just redid the order, right? Oh, wait, what happened to my... Did I get logged out of... Oh, there it is. I have an 18 initiative, then you have a 2. Mm-hmm. Right, because you guys are the ones that are right there. Right. And then between Boothel and Kafan, Boothel's was higher, so he'll go next, and then Kafan will go last. All right, sorry. That's what I did. I failed. You could re-roll. With if you the want action, to use your point? action point? Well, I can't re-roll worse, so what the hey. I'll do it. All right. Hey, an 18 is the almost the opposite of what I just rolled. <laughs> so that's a 23. That is a success. And so you step forward and kind of shout over the din like, hey, what's going on? And the, the guy who's first in the back is like, oh, hey, they're willing to listen to me. And he kind of seems a little less willing to throw people overboard and feed them to sharks. All right. Uh, next up is... Gwen. So you said we can repeat? We can repeat. So I could use insight as well. You sure can. Alright, so uh, so it says for insight, one of the things you can use is to determine if they're under the influence of an outside force. So I'm, I'm kind of specifically looking more for that, or if it's just, you know, amongst themselves, and it's you know, that'd be like something if it's like the conditions on the ship, or if there's like something you know, kind of trying to influence influence them that we haven't seen yet, so. Excuse Alrighty. Me. Are you under the influence of an outside force? <laughs> Booyah! Spinny ring for the win. <laughs> I, got, I got a 20, so that's going to be a 31. Holy balls. Inside. You asked you ask them, are you under the influence of an outside force? <laughs> and uh, normally that could sound offensive, but the guy in the back is really touched about how concerned you are with them and their well-being. All right. Boozle... Kind of like an answer to the question. Not really, but wait, what? <laughs> Especially for rolling a twenty, I should at least get an answer. Well, are they, I, are they I actually will... under the influence? Or... I'm just I'm just marking them off as successes or failures for right now. So I will certainly go back and do more at the end of the round. Oh, okay. Because there's also a possibility at the end of the round we'll know if we've won or lost. So Boothel is going to come out. And let's see. I said it could be bluff, diplomacy, insight, or... Oh, intimidate. I'm going to use diplomacy. And that is not a success, but I'm going to use my action point. And that is also not a success. Dope. So, Boothel... He's rigging the game. Mm-hmm. Tried to talk to that guy. And that guy's like, I don't need to listen to you, old man. And now it is Kafan's turn. So do I like have any idea that something's happening? Yes. That yeah. I could just come up and do something without having to do something to even figure that out? True. Okay. We gave then... you the special raven whistle, <laughs> and you knew that that meant the crew was trying to mutiny. Right. So we totally Woo! discussed that before I came up. Caw, caw, I would love if you blew a whistle and that's the sound that came out. <laughs> I will come up the ladder and just stand here, eh, here, and just sort of, I'm not going to actually chop into the deck of the the ship this time, but just kind of thunk the axe down next to me and look intimidating as all hell. You should have just poked your head up looking intimidating. <laughs> <laughs> like Oscar the Grouch or something. Who's that enormous gopher? Mm, I'm pretty sure if you whack them all, just pop his head up, pop it down. So yeah, uh, that would be a 19. That is a success. Versus TJ. Uh, so I killed them. That guy, <laughs> you know. Does he fall into the water? Is uh, starting to climb the stairs and gets a good look at 
what you're doing is like maybe maybe I just hang out down here for a minute. Maybe I don't <laughs> go up and talk. So that brings us back to the top of the round. Guess what, Steve? Oh crap. <laughs> it all comes down to you. Wait, we had two fails in there? No, no. just one. Oh, but, then... if, but if you fail, we lose. If you oh. win, then we have four. So it all comes down to you. Balls. I don't have a reroll anymore. Why do no, we only... Don't. No, we have one failure. Right. And what, what right. did Steve I say? Could still... Steve could fail and we would... And it'd be up to Gwen. I thought right. I said you have to get four f- successes Four successes before or you, two... Or two before failures. You get yeah, two before failures. you get two failures. That's what he said. I thought it was four successes out of six tries. That's why I thought he said it, too. Okay. I, I, that sounds more like probably what I said. So sure, we'll, we'll do that. So Steve, it's not all up to you. It's up Woo-hoo! to you and or Matt. Well, screw it, I'm not even gonna roll, I'm just gonna take this as a fail. <laughs> <laughs> I take a one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Go um, team. You said bluff, intimidate, insight. That was all I heard you say. In diplomacy. In diplomacy. diplomacy. None of those are good. So I'll just keep using insight. It's the one in there that has wisdom. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Continuing to use insight to just um, BS reason. I'm going to sense their moods and attitudes and see if they're, if someone is lying or, you know, if they're underneath the sway of the guy downstairs or something like that. Okay. So it's a, I'm trying to, yeah. Okie dokie. It's a six. Wait. Yes. It's a six plus five is eleven. It's all Matt's fault. I tried my best. (laughs) Matt, you're up. I'll try to use diplomacy to change their opinion, and I'll explain to them that we're here in service of the Raven Queen, and she's helping you know protect the ship. You know, as there was an attack, but we were able to help drive it off and rescue them. Whereas if we hadn't been there, you know, they could have possibly been, you know, caught at sea, and who knows what could have happened, so. That's so nice. Yeah. I was thinking you were going to say, we're in service to the Raven Queen, and we'll fuck you up if you try anything. No, that would, that would be intimidating. Not <laughs> oh, diplomacy. Yeah, yeah. It's all up to you, yeah. Matt. If you this fail, so don't remember that you succeeded once, and I failed the only time I had. Yeah, exactly. I only remember your failure. Uh, so that'll be a 26. There you go. And, uh, you kind of sway Sid. Yeah. And, uh... Is Sid, like, the ringleader? He he yeah. definitely was the guy who was given the most lip to Jalarama before. Sid, the sailor kid. Sid, Sid, the sailor kid. So, you know, there was this big group of them, and they were moving sort of unified towards the stairs, and we all kind of intervened and did a little bit of talking, and... So Sage and Tellus kind of weren't terribly convinced, but what you guys gathered from, uh, you know, your insight, like listening to what they were having to say and, you know, trying to convince them and, you know, intimidating them to just to slow down and think a little bit more about what they're doing. I mean, even though Sid now has is sort of been convinced that this isn't the right course of action he sort of still got pushed ahead by Tellus and Sage. So he's he's looking very, very uncomfortable now, but he is still up there and getting ready to talk to Jalarama. And he complains. He says, you know, well I I overheard one of the people one of the one of the new passengers talking about how it's unlucky to have a ship without a name and our ship <laughs> doesn't welcome. have a name and now we're stranded and there's fog and there's no wind and then there were water spirits and sometimes you know my uncle said that water spirits are lucky but instead of being nice they threw us overboard and that's got to be some kind of a bad omen and then we those other guys killed the water spirits and that's got to be a bad omen too and but Maybe not, because I don't know, and I don't. And why do we have to man the sails when there's no wind? <laughs> and and, I, and Sage and Tells kind of go, yeah, yeah. But everyone else, but then they, they 
then it's the, the first year I was kind of like an ecstatic, yeah. And then the other guy's like, yeah. And then he looks and realizes that no one came up with them. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Aerith says to make sure in case the wind does pick up. Oh, well, I, I guess that makes sense. Saying it as matter-of-factly as possible. Right, exactly. So he says, you know, I just... Sometimes, you know, some sailors, like when we're in port, they'll talk about how it's unlucky to have a female captain. And you can just see Jalarama, like, she hasn't said a word, but she's just like a thunderhead is the face that she is making. Like, she is just absolutely furious and is just not, like, having any of this. And, uh... The guys that came up are absolutely 100% wilting underneath the stare that she is giving them. Sid, you know, he he kind of has gone on this whole spiel about how, you know, basically everything that's happened is unlucky and it's no good. And But maybe, maybe it's fine. Maybe it's not such a big deal. And as he continues to talk, kind of, and she continues to not say anything he says maybe you know maybe it would be helpful if i just went over to the bow and kept an eye out and uh lakshmi says i it would be and then he kind of runs off and uh sage finds that he's now the only person left and he says may may should should i climb the main sail and lakshmi says on the double and he he runs and climbs up to the top and uh the rest of the men file down below deck and take their rest jalarama continues with her stare for a good five mississippi or what five i don't know whatever the fantasy equivalent is for for as long as you're trying to explain Right. Five, <laughs> one DM stalling, two DM stalling. Um, he could totally and, just made up a name of something. He's, he's still trying to finish his map. Kiss a Ricky. So anyway. we can't see it in the background. He's like trying to draw it. And... Yeah, I wish. So anyways. Wait, who was the last one? Oh, Sage. Yes, hey, sorry. Maybe he's looking a little green behind the gills. Uh... So, so suck it, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, she continues staring them down for a short count, and then turns and kind of walks to the back of the ship, under pretense perhaps of talking with Aerith. She takes hold of the railing and kind of looks out to sea. Aerith, can you give me a perception check? Uh, probably not. Uh, was it, wait, my passive perception is 15. Is that what you were looking for? Uh, yeah, I guess it probably would be passive. And that that's fine. As she walks over and you look like, you know, because, she, oh, someone's coming over. Maybe she wants to talk with me. And you see that she doesn't turn towards you right away, but you look at her hands and um, she's totally white knuckling the railing. She says sort of quietly to you, I need to stay up here and man the wheel, but I am very appreciative of what you and your friends have done. Please extend my heartfelt thanks to them. She she sort of smiles, turns to you and smiles weakly and says, they are a good crew. I just think that we've had too much good luck lately and a couple of bad things in a row can can make things rough on a sailor. We, we will be fine for the rest of this trip with them. I've never had to break a crew more than once on a trip. So you can be rest assured of a hopefully uneventful rest of our voyage. As, uh, as additional thanks for your help, um, I will invite you all to join me for dinner again this evening. Aerith says, then I will, it has been my experience that people prefer to hear the thanks directly from the source. So I will 
forego telling them of your things, and you can tell them when if, when we have dinner this evening. Um, it, it, as you see fit. Thank you. It might do my crew well to see to see Lakshmi and I uh, at the helm by ourselves and remind them that this is our ship. I certainly will not banish you to your rooms or below deck, but if you don't mind, uh, I would certainly appreciate you uh, staying out of sight for a little while. Uh, understood. Do you... Aerith, go make camp downstairs. Oh, okay. Make camp? Does that yeah. mean... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Do you guys have anything else that you want to be doing for a while? Nope. I'll just nod to Captain Jalarama and then stroll down to the, the main deck. Okay. After the immediate thing was over, I moved back down to get back on watch. And the, the guy. And Boothel also moved back into the cabin. Gotta say, my favorite part of that skill challenge was that Boothel came out and then and completely failed. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to be feeling so good about himself right now. <laughs> I can help. Oh. <laughs> no, I can't. I'm helping. <laughs> so the the day goes on pretty much as it has. You know, the, the fog doesn't break. The wind doesn't really pick up. And uh, Jalarama takes the wheel f- for a while. As opposed to how it was for most of the first day of real clear sailing... Uh, Lakshmi does stay up with her at the helm for most of the rest of the day. Um, eventually, Lakshmi slides away, presumably to make dinner, and uh, then comes back up, grabs Jalarama, and Jalarama goes and notifies each of you that you're invited to join her for dinner and uh, goes to her cabin. Is everyone going to go? Yeah. The, the, uh, I will only go if someone relieves me. Oh, I will relieve you, because I don't need to eat. How convenient. <laughs> All right. Okay. So the three of, of us will uh, go to dinner, and Jalarama will again extend the thanks that she did already to Aerith, and just sort of say, again, this this is a good crew. They've been with me for the last year or so. However, I do think that it might be in both of our, both parties' best interests to separate the next time we come into port, which is fine. I will get some new sailors, and they can go on either separately or together and uh, find a new ship to be on. And it's good to have this turnover from time to time. Does it sound like... uh, I guess I should use my insight. Does it sound like she's trying to rationalize it? It doesn't sound like she's trying to rationalize it necessarily, it sounds like she's speaking a truth that she's dealt with in the past, and it also sounds like um, maybe she's trying to relax you guys. You know, she seemed to reiterate multiple times to Aerith that the trip should be uneventful now. You know, the crew shouldn't give any further problems. I think this is, it, it sounds to you like this is probably part of it, that she's just letting you know it happens from time to time, but once you put them down, they are usually you know obedient the rest of the voyage. But then you, it's probably best to not let those issues bubble up again, and you just have to change out crew. Okay. I'm presuming then the rest of the day, the rest of the evening goes on uneventfully. If I don't tell you that there's any other events, I would think so. Um, I would... Just to review, the guy downstairs. He's gagged in some way, right? If he can't talk. He right. has a magical metal plate bolted to his face. Okay. And the white door is not actually a door. It's bars. Like, I can see him the whole time? No. Um, oh, I, he is behind a door. Yes. Uh, okay. It is a thick wooden door oh, with right. a solid it, wooden beam across it. It was this door that we weren't allowed into Correct. Before. Okay. Not the other one. Okay. Okay. Never mind. No, uh, for me, the answer is the same. Uh, no, nothing new. Yeah, Kefan would basically eat and then just excuse himself to go sleep. Okay. 
then if that's the case, the night goes fairly uneventfully. If there are changes in guard, then there's changes in guard. If not, then people that are sleeping sleep and people that are guarding guard. At some point during the night, a light rain begins to fall as it gets a little bit cooler out and uh, the rain breaks the fog. By morning, a light breeze has returned. The sails are obviously heavy with the moisture from the rain, but there's still enough wind to fill the sails and the boat begins moving again. And as the crew changes, you hear, you may, you may be briefly roused from your sleep by small shouts of joy as the new crew comes aboard to see that, you know, you're no longer stalled. And because of this, you now travel the next day and a half uneventfully under cloudy skies but with fair winds and uh eventually you find yourselves you've been staying close to the shore uh, obviously you didn't know about it when you were under the fog bank but since once the skies were clear and before the fog went down you know you were never too far out from land and now you can see the mountains rising and uh Jalarama informs you that she'll pull close enough uh, that you won't have too far to row, but that it still will be a bit of a travel by dinghy to get you all to shore. But you should be ready to go by about midday, so you should start gathering your things, and uh, she's going to change the course heading to bring it in a little bit more close to shore. So Boothal will... Gather. I carry all my stuff, so I don't have anything. No, that's not true. You told me you put stuff in the closet the first day. <laughs> what stuff? I'm guessing your staff, because you weren't carrying it when you were doing your, uh, you're helping with carrying things around. Oh, right, right, right. But I carry it around the rest of the time, so. Okay, so there you go. He just wanted to use the closet because everyone else was using the closet. Right. Mm-hmm. You want to be left out. I actually think no one was using the closet, and that's why he used it. Ooh, the closet's open. <laughs> How useful. So, like I said, Boothel's going to gather his things. He's going to put it into the dinghy. Is everybody else doing something similar? I'll gather um, my things. I'll probably need a little assistance to uh, lower my plate mail down to the dinghy without tipping everything over. But. <laughs> Yeah, I'm getting. I'm getting ready. I mean, I don't have anything to get ready, as far as I know. Yeah, I can. I can be there to help other. Yeah. Help Boothol or Gwen. Another, you know, hour or so after she told you about being prepared, she says, "I dare approach no further. It the sh- the shores are too rocky. I would not risk my ship getting any closer. You well, we can see." We wouldn't have you risk your ship over that. Uh, You can see that it's going to be a bit of a row. So she says, I will drop anchor and send one of my crew with you. And then they will return the dinghy back to me. And then she looks and she's like, "Uh, there really is no room. I had hoped not to do this, but I fear I must let you just take the dinghy. Um, I will wait and keep an eye to make sure that you all can make it to shore. If something happens, we'll do our best to help. But once you are safely on land, uh, we'll raise anchor and continue our journey. Let's say uh, many thanks, Captain Jalarama. Good sailing to you and your crew. Thank you very much. I'm going to bring handsome Pete along. <laughs> oh, that's right. I, I owe you... A uh, his key, don't I? Mm-hmm. Jalarama, who's been wearing um, like a billowy shirt with a vest, unbuttons her vest and reaches into an inside pocket. There is like a medallion, and uh, it is made of steel. And she gives it to you, and um, at some point. During the last couple of days, as you guys have been guarding, you've seen her walk down and place it near the prisoner's mouth. 
and basically imagine like taking a washcloth to a child's face. She just presses up to his face and wipes it, and then the plate is gone, and it allows him to eat. And when he's done, she does it again, and it returns. So you understand how to handle it. So she doesn't give you any further instructions at this time. She says, I I certainly wish you the best of luck on your journey. Please just remember that the dwarf can be very convincing. and uh, I, But I'm, I'm sure that you should be fine. I'm sure you'll be fine. He can yeah. kill you all with his mind, but I'm, I'm sure you'll be fine. I have faith in you. Yes, exactly. Uh, Captain, what is your next destination? Uh, I'm traveling on to Ashkend. We will pick up a few things there which aren't available elsewhere before we decide whether to return to Oran or continue on to Timor. Well, good luck. Perhaps we will be uh, able to take advantage of your hospitality again in the future. I would. It would be my pleasure. And with that, she kicks you out of her boat. <laughs> Don't let the the waves hit you on the butt on the way down. Yep. Yeah. Everybody gets in the boat, and away we go. I'm going to tell you that the road to shore is a pain in the ass, but but it's not a skill challenge. It's not, <laughs> but it's not a skill challenge. The I can, three greatest I can words succeed in at that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> four greatest words in the English language not a skill challenge so thanks for listening stay tuned next week to find out more about what happens as the party begins their journey into the mountains the dusty mountains Ooh. and you can find us on twitter at, at ltmgaming or online uh, ltmgaming.com. Okay. It should be a thing by then. <laughs> it's a thing right now. Future people. It really but it exists. might not be. <laughs> it exists. We're totally not making this up. <laughs> <laughs> Word goes from the past. Woo! Brought to you by the future! <laughs> 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 <laughs>